0: What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie Transformers Rise of the Beast. Here's a quick synopsis. The Autobots team up with another group of Transformers, known as the Maximals, and two humans, former vet Noah Diaz and Elena Wallace, who works in a museum, to go up against Unicron, a planet-eating Transformer. The film stars Anthony Ramos, Dominique Fishbeck, Pete Davidson, Michelle Yeoh, Peter Dinklage, Coleman Domingo, Ron Perlman, and Peter Cullen. Standout performances. I, like most, became a big fan of Anthony. Ramos after his breakout role in In the Heights. He's also really good in supporting roles in Monsters and Men and Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born Both in 2018. And this is what happens with young stars nowadays. They impress, and then they are given big franchise movies and he's good in the movie as Nate Diaz a former veteran who is having a tough time getting a job. I do think one of my biggest issues with the Transformers franchise has been the fact that they continue to rep- play stars. The role is basically playing an avatar of a human who is shocked that Transformers exist in the real world. It was really effective when Shia LaBeouf pulled it off in the original. I ignored the Mark Wahlberg movies and loved Haley Steinfeld in Bumblebee and do think it's a mistake not to make her the face of this franchise until further notice. The other star of Transformers Rise of the Beasts is Dominique Fishbeck who was a revelation alongside Daniel Kalu and Lakeith Stanfield and Judas and the Black Messiah and she's really a good actress but wasn't given a good enough role in this movie she's basically used to move the plot forward so one thing this movie does that's different than most other Transformers movies is that you can tell the voices of the robots they're celebrities for instance Pete Davidson yes that Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live voices a Transformer named Mirage and it jarring at first. He's there for comedic relief and I do for a moment want to talk about Davidson's show on Peacock, Bubkiss, which co-stars legendary actors Edie Falco and Joe Pesci and it's interesting to point out that Davidson's best work in my opinion The King of Staten Island and Bubkiss have him playing versions of himself and I don't mean that as a diss, but Davidson is an interesting enough person where that's what you want him to do for him to literally play himself other than some funny robot I mean literally any other comedian could have voiced this robot I think what's unique about Pete Davidson is not showcased in Transformers Rise of the Beast it's not what I particularly want from Pete Davidson moving forward it reminded me when he played a small role in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad like that's not what I want from Pete Davidson I believe he is a star but I believe It's his personality that makes him a star. In this movie, Transformers Rise of the Beast does not showcase that personality enough. Yes, he's funny as the robot, but I literally again think that any other comedian could have voiced this character. Let's talk what I liked about this movie. Visually, it's fine. I, for the most part, like the robot fighting scenes. What I don't get is the whole 90s vibe the movie is going for. I understand that's what Bumblebee did with the 80s but the nostalgia doesn't really do anything for me. Like, is this what the Transformers movies are now? Is the next movie going to try to be mid-2000s? If that's the case, I got a problem for you. It was already the mid-2000s during the Shia LaBeouf film. So at some point, this, this making it every other decade is going to have to come to an end. I also think movies have just really struggled to recreate the 90s. Captain Marvel is a great example of this they just put in a blockbuster and said here you are you're in the 90s and with this movie transformers rise of the beast they tried to do that with the music a decade is more than the blockbusters that are there or the music that people listen to box office transformers rise of the beast on paper looks like a success at the movies it made just under $429 million at the box office. However, this is a franchise that has produced two films, Transformers Dark of the Moon and Age of Extinction, that each made over $1 billion. There is definitely a number of people who have moved on from this franchise. And I think that has something to do with the fact that Michael Bay is no longer directing these movies. He makes crowd pleasers that critics hate, but are endlessly fun and entertaining. There was also five Five Transformers movies from 2007 to 2017. I think we've reached the peak of this franchise. We all get the gist of these movies. And while I still like this franchise, it's just not doing enough things to feel different. I mean, every movie feels similar in a way. There's a human who meets the Transformers who don't trust him at the beginning. And then by the end of the movie, the human and the Transformer are best of friends. Like We've seen that song and dance over and over and over again it's not going to attract new audiences To this franchise. And I don't want to spoil anything, but this movie hints where the Transformers franchise is going, and it appears as though it's going to combine with another franchise, and that's always a questionable decision. I remember when there were rumors that the Men in Black movies were going to cross over into the 21 Jump Street films, which sounds fun, but it also feels like an idea from a franchise that doesn't know what to do next and is a desperate attempt to keep the ride going. I think the Transformers franchise has overstayed its welcome as a live-action franchise, which is interesting because they're going to make an animated film called Transformers Day One, which is on the way with an impressive voice cast that includes Scarlett Johansson, Chris Hemsworth, John Hamm, and Brian Tyree Henry. I do believe this franchise will work better in animation. The animated shows have been super popular, and I'm kind of sick of real-life people ...interacting with green screen robots. It was really fun when it first came out. I loved the original movie with Shia LaBeouf. He was a rising star. You also had him paired with Megan Fox, Josh Dumel, John Turturro. I loved that first film. That movie was a wild ride. Because we weren't used to seeing movies with giant talking robots that were live action. Now we've all become exhausted by this franchise. Even Transformers Rise of the Beast, which in my opinion is the third best film of the franchise, feels like something I've already seen before. And one of my major issues with this franchise is that it's always felt like a cash grab. Like, they're not making more Transformers movies because they've come out with great ideas. They are making these movies to make a boatload of money, and that's why I feel like this could be the end of the road. I mean, $430 million isn't too shabby in 2023, but these movies are uber expensive. I feel like the studio is at some point going to recalibrate this franchise. They're either going to have to really invest in making a great movie or they're going to have to give up on it because I don't think people are going to the movie The Years alone just to see a Transformers movie. You're going to have to give them something other than that. And that's why I think they're doing things like having Pete Davidson voice a robot or having Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh voice a robot to get people interested. I think what got people interested in the original films was that undeniable Young movie star. Like, these movies should pick a young movie star and have them be the lead of it. Anthony Ramos is a really good choice, but you didn't really give him all that much to do in this movie. He is a good building point. I believe the future should include Anthony Ramos and Haley Steinfeld together. That would get me to watch the next Transformers movie. I do believe something else is in play with these movies. Like, there's a sentence that it's never going. In, and I think people are really tired of that when it comes to their franchise movies. Like look at what has happened to Marvel. Endgame happened and then people were over it. Like I think people are kind of over the whole Marvel cinematic universe. They no longer want to follow something if they believe there is truly never going to be an ending to it. We all followed Endgame because we thought that was truly going to be the end of everything. Well it isn't. Marvel is keep going and they're going to keep going and nobody really cares anymore. And that's kind of what has happened to the Transformers movies. Every movie ends with them beating the bad guy. They beat Megatron. They beat Unicron in this movie. But we all know that it's a never ending cycle. They're just waiting for the next movie to come out so they can come up with another reason for the Transformers to save the world. I think people are tired of seeing the same thing over and over again especially when they know it's never going to end. There's always going to be a movie that has Optimus Prime going up against a bad guy. I think they want things to drastically change. I think the audiences want something fresh and new. I'm sure another massive factor in all of this is, do young kids even love the Transformers anymore? I mean, this feels like a very 80s and 90s property. Like, I was watching Transformers animated shows in the 2000s. Are younger people nowadays following the Transformers? And these movies really aren't for kids. They're still for that audience that saw the original Transformers movies back in 2007 that's why i believe that that animated film that they're working on is the way to go it's to get younger audiences back into liking the Transformers. And if they could do that, that's the thing that's going to save this franchise. Because the people like me that saw the first Transformers in 2007 are getting older and are no longer really interested in seeing another Transformers movies. If this franchise wants to remain relevant, they're going to have to get a bigger, younger audience. It's weird to look back and remember that Transformers was one of the first toys that got their own movies. I mean, look at what's happening at the box office Barbie is one of the biggest hits of the year And it's a movie based on a beloved toy Like I remember in 2007 When the first Transformers movie came out It was a big deal Everyone played with the toys Everyone played the video games Everyone watched the show And I think we're going to go into another cycle Of toys turning into movies I mean there's already talk of J.J. Abrams Producing a Hot Wheels movie I read that Lena Dunham is working on a Polly Pocket hit movie like it's insane that they're just going to try to make all of these toys into these hit movies but I do believe at the end of the day it's going to come down to the quality of these movies yes maybe the first movie they're going to grab audiences attention but after that it's going to be about the quality and it sounds like Barbie is really high quality and that's why that's going to continue there's going to be other Barbie movies Transformers lasted this long because they were making hit and I really do love that first movie but the critical drop off after that is significant and it's why that these movies are no longer making the money that they used to I believe people want to see good movies when they go to the movie theaters and it wasn't always that way they would just go see a movie and it would be no big deal if you go to the movies now and you see a bad movie you're not going to see the sequel you're not going to follow the franchise you're just not going to care about it anymore that that's why you can't miss anymore with these franchises. It's kind of been a rough summer for these big expensive blockbusters. I mean, the Flash really did not produce at the box office, neither did Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And I think you can only call Transformers Rise of the Beast a modest hit. It is nowhere near the peak of this franchise, like what I said when they were making one billion dollars at the box office. 429 million dollars is nowhere near near as relevant as this franchise used to be and it's a problem because these movies are expensive the CGI, the making of the robots, this is a franchise that once had Michael Bay and Steven Spielberg at the helm of it those first few movies felt like a big deal in the culture like everyone was talking about those movies whether you like them or not I haven't heard a lot of chatter about Transformers Rise of the Beast, the movie felt like a bit of an afterthought and I think that it has to do with a few things. That it feels like a movie we've already seen before because it kind of does. It feels like the other Transformers movies. And it's also showing that this franchise has lost a lot of its popularity. You can't just bank on something being popular forever. That's why I'm surprised that so many people were surprised that Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny did not do better at the box office. Well, because Indiana Jones was at the height of its popularity in the 80s. It is 2022 Things don't remain popular forever. And I feel like, in a way, that's what's happening with the Transformers movies. Yes, they're always going to be able to get a significant amount of people interested. Because there are people out there who are devout fans of the Transformers. But the first time people were seeing these movies, it was because they had never seen anything like it before. Now we're in 2023, and we've seen a lot of Transformers movies. And some of them are really, really bad and Probably turned off tons and tons of people. I really do believe it's been a rough few years for CGI at the movies. Like The Flash did not look all that good. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny had its issues with the CGI. I just think people are tired of looking at something that isn't real on screen. I think they want to watch movies with real people talking to other real people. Not Anthony Ramos as good as he is talking to Optimus Prime. Like I think that's just kind of silly and I think people are are now realizing how silly it is to watch that and act like it's high quality movie when it's not. Overall, Transformers Rise of the Beast is better than a lot of the movies in the Transformers franchise, but not as good as Bumblebee. After that movie, I was totally back into these movies. Now I just fear that the more movies they make, the less consistent that they will be. My hope is at some point they do bring back Haley Steinfeld to go along with Andy Ramos and Dominic. Fishback. And like I was saying before, I have serious reservations about the Transformers franchise pairing with another franchise. That, by the way, also not so great quality-wise, this other franchise. I just don't want to spoil what it is, because if you end up seeing this movie, you'll probably laugh at what the other franchise the Transformers movie is trying to pair with. Transformers has always been that franchise that has been full of ups and downs. Like, it's impossible to be consistent, because at the end of the day, it really is a silly concept. A talking robot who can transform into a car, and has serious conversations with a human being, being, trying to befriend them, like it's just silly, and I get it, it's supposed to be fun, it's supposed to be for kids, but if you've seen one of these movies, you've kind of seen them all, I think again, the earlier Transformers movies were all about Chia LaBeouf, you wanted to see what Michael Bay was going to do, you were intrigued that Steven Spielberg was producing it, there was a thought that Megan Fox was going to be the next big movie star actress, that didn't really pan out, they then got Mark Wahlberg, to star in two movies, one that made over a billion dollars. Like, that was a massive, massive movie star. Say what you want about Mark Wahlberg, but he has star power that, frankly, Anthony Ramos does not. I mean, Anthony Ramos is a young upcoming actor who is very good, but he's not yet super popular to get audiences to watch his work. That's why I think this franchise needs Haley Steinfeld, because she would immediately be the biggest name of the franchise. She already has Bumblebee under her belt. She's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or whatever. She's been in Pitch Perfect. Audiences know her. She is super popular. She should be the face of this franchise. She elevated Bumblebee in the exact same way that Shia LaBeouf elevated the original Transformers movie. Anthony Ramos is very good in Transformers Rise of the Beast, but he was not able to elevate the movie. You didn't get lost in him the same way you got lost with Shia LaBeouf in the first one or Haley Steinfeld in Bumblebee. You were like, these people are perfect for this movie. I don't really know where the franchise goes from here. I don't see them ever getting back to the popularity that they once had. Like, I never believe there will be another Transformers movie that makes a billion dollars at the box office. I just think that the audiences just don't care anymore. The cast would have to be star-packed For a movie of Transformers to make a billion dollars again. Or it would have to get a significant director. Like that's something that's missing from this franchise. But then again I don't see a major Hollywood director. Wanting to direct a Transformers movie. I think we are near the end of the road. As this is a live action franchise. Again I'm really intrigued about the animated movie. I think that's the route that these movies should go. I want to see a really good drawn Transformers movie. That would be the Transformers movie I would want to see. Something that could be silly. Something that has really good animation. I would love to see like the Mario Brothers version of the Transformers. I love the Super Mario Brothers movie. And I think an animated Transformers movie would be perfect in today's climate. There either needs to be a definitive end to this live action franchise. Or there needs to be a very long break. Like that's something this franchise has never really had I thought after Shia LaBeouf left and after Michael Bay left that we were going to take a super long break, but that hasn't been the case. Like, I could go a decade without seeing another live-action Transformers movie, and I think most people would agree with me on that. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I recommend you check out Transformers Rise of the Beast next week on the podcast I'm talking about the movie Are You There God. It's me Margaret, starring Rachel McAdams, Abby Ryder Fortson, and Benny Safty. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe.